Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. <laughs> this episode of Filthy Casuals is brought to you by Blog Tyrant. Go to blogtyrant.com filth to get a free individual brainstorming session to help you start a blog or a new career online. Don't just start a website, learn how to make it successful. Good morning, video games. Welcome once again to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselo and with me as ever... It's Ben Vanell, and this is a very special episode of Filthy Casuals, Tommy. I've, uh, I've been working in the media for a little bit and uh, more specifically radio lately. And, you know, I want to get on air, so I wanted to do sort of like a test show. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of radio these days is talkback. So mm-hmm. what I thought we'd do is get someone to call in, like, a real stupid <laughs> moron who doesn't know anything yes, about the yes. topic that we're covering. Right, because, it, yeah, working in radio, you have to work with kind of – you have to deal with on a daily basis the worst kind of yeah. absolute low breed. Exactly. So you want to prepare yourself for that. Totally. A lot of dumb questions, mm-hmm. a lot of, like – Bits that go nowhere, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, today we've got with us calling in from New Zealand, our good friend. Yeah, good day. Hold on, right at that second, the people I'm staying with banged on the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're gonna leave. They're gonna leave the apartment. They were gonna stay in their room, but now they're going. I had a bit ready to go and everything for that introduction. I was ready to go. I was going to say, g'day, long time, addict, first time, caller, and all that <laughs> oh, sort of stuff. Oh, God. Oh, that's this, beautiful. This is just validated. Say, yell hello. Adam, come back to bed. Calm <laughs> <laughs> <Stop> down. <laughs> Stop jacking it in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> all right, see you later. I'm, I'm not going to do any of those things. All right, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, Peter Jones and Luca Muller, who I'm doing a show over here in, in Wellington with. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah, so you are, you're in New Zealand. You're across the pond, so to speak. <laughs> yes. Uh, you've met some listeners so far. That sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, I met, uh, well, I've met, I've met two. One of them, mm-hmm. his name was Joshua. The other one didn't tell me his name. <laughs> oh, <laughs> very rude. Mystery man. <laughs> or woman. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's been nice here. The, the city's really uh, picturesque, mm. mm-hmm. and uh, that's all I really have to say about it. It's a city. The more you visit, the more they all seem like, oh, humans are the same everywhere. Cool. You ever see those Lord of the Rings movies? Nah, man, what are they? Oh, brother, you've got to get into them. <laughs> There's some little folks and some big folks mm. and a lot of love. Mm. It's the <laughs> oh, sort of shit. thing you love, I've, I've seen twins. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. 
Um, so Knox, you're uh, yeah, you're you're uh, you're over Skype with us at the moment. Uh, you've been travelling a lot, so you've played literally nothing. So <laughs> one has to ask why we've bothered to do this, <laughs> especially when it took fucking ages to figure out how to set it up with the crappy hotel <laughs> Wi-Fi. <Yes. laughs> um, but yeah, there's a couple of a couple of news items this week. Knox, mm. do you want to kick us off with the ones that you've uh, brought to the table? Yes, uh, I saw that, um, that. That sounded like I was going to launch into a bit. I'm not. Geralt's in, in Soul Calibur Six. Mm. That's kind of cool. Neither of you guys played The Witcher or any of the Soul Calibur games. Is that right? Uh, no, I pl- I've played The Witcher two and three, and oh. maybe a Soul Calibur game, but a, lo- a very long time ago. I know that you're really into those Soul Calibur games, though, right? Uh, the first one and the second one in particular were fucking awesome. And they've kind of had a tradition since the second one of having all these odd guest characters in them. Mm. Mm. And uh, here comes Geralt, the bloody witcher, to yeah. swing his sword around. I, and like, he's a perfect choice for it. Yeah, even though I, I like, I you know haven't played either of those games. Um, like, obviously, I know who he is as a character, and I, yeah, I love that. I think it's mm. like a cool, like Smash Brothersy kind of thing. Like, yep. anything, like just total fan service of getting him in there. Like, I imagine a lot of people are pretty stoked about that. So that's cool. Yeah, I think it's great. I played when I played the uh, Xbox version of Soul Calibur Two a bunch. I pretty much exclusively played as Spawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nice, right? But uh, it, I'm looking forward to this. He swings a sword, so he fits in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, That's really sick. all there is to say about it. It's it's. I, I'm looking forward to that game a lot. I'm glad they're doing another one. Have you had um, time to play uh, Injustice Two with the Turtles yet? No. Yeah, neither. Oh, wait, yes. It's another one of those things that's like, oh, that, this is really cool. Yeah. Maybe I'll yeah. play it someday. <laughs> I actually did play like one match with them and never, and didn't go wait. in. Because the way... You did? Yeah, yeah. Just I So forgot. you just lied to me before. You just lied to both of us. <laughs> yeah. Man, it ain't a lie if your memory sucks. <laughs> um, I played one and the, you, the default is Leonardo and to change between the four... You have to go in and like switch their costumes, which is um, sort of more of an elaborate way of doing that than I would have liked. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you yeah, have to yeah. sort of go into that dumb inventory and all that stuff uh, in um, uh, in that game. But yeah, it was cool. That's the Turtles, man. <laughs> oh, it's the Turtles, man. Um, Nox, have you been able to work? Have you been able to uh, ascertain so far whether or not they have video games in New Zealand? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do, and they cost one hundred and twenty fucking dollars. Well, are you yeah. in? Wait, are you visiting EB right now? <laughs> there, it's it was in an EB. Oh wow, they're expensive fuck. as fuck. Uh, Joshua, who I was talking to at our show yesterday, you're obsessed he, um, with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he bought his PS4 from Australia and had it shipped over because that was cheaper oh, than wow. just buying one here. Wow, That's fucked. Yeah, but it's a beautiful looking place. I guess that's uh, the price you pay. Literally. <laughs> oh no, my Skype's cutting out. Gotta go. <laughs> and that was Adam. We're going to go to a break now. After the break, we'll be talking about sheep. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, what was the other bit of news you had, Adam? Um, well, it was I'm the- never coming back from New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually really nice here. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd really like to visit. Yeah, it's it's. I'm going to the zoo tomorrow. I think Ooh. you're gonna so, see some baboons. <laughs> hell yeah, my dude! Oh, nice. Apparently, they have a good chimp uh, exhibit enclosure. 
great. Yeah, cool. Take us, do uh, some selfies for uh, Chimp Cop promotion, please. Uh, yeah, I will. When you said you're going to the zoo tomorrow, you think. Now, what has to happen to cement these plans in? You're going to feel extremely stupid having asked that question, Tommy. I'm not going to go if it rains. Mm. Oh, okay. I still would have gone. I'm yeah. not a coward. <laughs> I don't want to see a bunch of wet, sad animals. <laughs> <laughs> I think most animals look better when they're wet. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a big call. <laughs> Absolutely not. The only animals that look better when they're wet are like rhinos and uh, hippos and elephants and stuff with like shiny that's, skin. That's like half the zoo, <laughs> bro. <laughs> It's not a chimp. It's not an orangutan. It's not a any of the apes. Lion? Do you, Would you want to see a you, wet lion? No, I'm telling the truth. Okay, now <laughs> we've all had fun here. <laughs> what do you think you'll do if it does rain? Um, I don't know. Get you coffee and horse sit around. The, lion? the zoo's come early. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> where were we? I don't know, I, man. I like. I don't have a list in front. If I make if I make a move on this laptop, it's going to hmm. make a huge clicking noise into the mic. And look, you don't want that. So look, I'm flying off of what you're saying. You, here. Wait, you had a you had a second story to bring up. He's forgotten. Oh, yeah. it. I remembered it. Um, but we've also heard like a siren in the background. You've coughed. Like you don't have to be too precious about the mouse clicking. I feel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a fight going on. A sexy fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, I don't know how you can hear the siren because I'm on the sixth floor here, which is about as high as the buildings in Wellington seem to go. Mm. And I, uh, I, maybe it was here. I <laughs> 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 think that could be. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider teaser oh, trailer yeah. was released. Yeah, um, it, like the, the, I think it was last week. I think we even talked about it that it got kind of leaked off of something. But yes. uh, they've officially announced that come September. There'll be another Tomb Raider game, and they called it the um, the final one of the Lara Croft origin story trilogy or something. Right, mm-hmm. I didn't see that. That's interesting. Some, yeah, some strange language like that. I think that was found from like again, as it always is, like a retail listing thing right. that on a on a website you weren't meant to be able to access. Because it uh, was like thirty seconds long tops, and it was just you know like quick cuts of someone running through the jungle. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. Like there were fun games. I'm ready to play another one. I, yeah, I definitely think the first two. I you know they were they were all right, but there's stuff about them that I hope they can make a lot more interesting. I never have really liked the combat in any of them. Mm-hmm. Really, right. the bits where you go around and literally raid the tombs have been the best things. Those little puzzles you get mm-hmm. are uh, my favorite parts of those two two games that they've made now. Yeah, because that's like the Uncharted games obviously have puzzles, but they're limited. There's, you know, they're just in the linear story, whereas there are just heaps more in the Tomb Raider games because it has that open world element. So, yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. I think the rest is fine. Like, I, I actually really like those those two games. Um, but also, like, the stories are really generic and, like, there's not a lot going on. Um, so if they can at least improve on that, that'd be sweet. Mm. I'm totally ready for them to be done with this format of Tomb Raider as well and, and have another go at, like, reinvigorating it a little bit. I think that this mm-hmm. formula is a little bit stale. I, I felt that when I played the second one even. Sure. Uh, what do you, what, what sort format of the same, is that that you would say? Um, just the the kind of the open world aspect of it, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And just the 
resource gathering to craft this thing, etc., etc. Probably the same stuff I'm going to say about Far Cry Five in a couple weeks. You know, like <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I worry that that might have outstayed its welcome a little bit. I kind of felt the same way even with Uncharted Four, a little bit. I remember of this. It's just not surprising anymore. There's no. It, it's yeah. a solid meat and potatoes idea that they iterate on, and I'd like mm. to see you know something fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to use this uh, opportunity, Ben, to veer off into a movie, a certain movie that you saw during the week? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's I don't do know that. if this is going to be the perfect place to talk about this. Why? Why? Well, because it's <laughs> pretty not? unrelated. It's unrelated to what we've just talked about. So no, Adam, you're going to feel like a real fool because it's actually. Well, but hold on, hold on. But you've seen a film. You said. I mean, this has nothing to do with cinema. Now, some films are based on other kinds of entertainment. What and, the? And fuck? also, it's it's related because we were talking before about not being able to go to the zoo because it's raining and a typical thing that you would do when it's raining, a mm. typical activity mm. that one could do is to go to the cinema and see yes. a film. Yes, and I hadn't seen this film immediately when it came out. I saved it for a rainy day. Mm. So uh, I saw uh, Tomb Raider, the movie. Oh, you, starring Angelina you, Jolie. Yes, that's right, yes. <laughs> the 2001 film Tomb Raider... The Adventures of Lara Croft. We've been whatever. sitting on this review for a long time. <laughs> yeah, and man, she's she's a hottie. Mm. <laughs> she's a hottie, and I'm a naughty, afraid to admit it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my review. Oh, <laughs> great! <laughs> Fantastic <laughs> stuff. Yes. We should do these more often. Yeah, I thought that was some really powerful stuff. <laughs> my favorite part of that film was uh, Rimmer being in it. Yeah, Arnold Rimmer. Uh. And uh, oh yeah, we we've already talked about this, but the YouTube video clip, mm, yeah, <laughs> uh, featuring the Edge, great stuff, just some of the greatest. Um, so, but no, you there's a Tomb Raider movie that came out last week. Wait, yeah. what? what? What are you talking there's about? There's a new Tomb Raider movie. Stop this insufferable bit right now, young man. <laughs> it was Knox. It was Knox's fault. I want to do the rest of the episodes of this podcast that we ever do as though none of us know about anything. <laughs> it's not far us, off already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, many listeners would uh, argue that is what we do. Yeah, no, I saw the new Tomb Raider film directed by a man called Raw Urthorg. Mm-hmm. He's from uh, Norway, I think. Mm-hmm. Um Starring Alicia Vikander, Vikander from Ex Machina and the Danish Girl. She's a really good actress. Mm-hmm. Co-starring Walton Goggins, one of my favourite actors. The absolute great man. The, yep. Just the greatest. Um, and then uh, a few other people that I, I, I don't know. Um, it is not a good movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I now, this is a bombshell. I know, I'm blowing your minds. I'm blowing <laughs> minds here. That's what I do. It, um, it's not an awful movie. Mm-hmm. I would say that of the video game films that I've seen, it is the best one. Wow. <laughs> it is a solid four and a half out of ten. <laughs> but it is the best one. Like, it, it's competently made. It's not confusing. The performances are all good. Mm-hmm. But the script is just um, not – it's just not written by someone who's good at writing scripts. Right. Um, and it has this thing which I think is, you know, a symptom of it being an adaptation from a game. The story is extremely linear mm-hmm. in, in, and not in the sense of like, well, it's like, oh, it's, you know, it's not pop fiction, but in the sense of like someone tells someone something else and they go, oh, well, I'll go do this then. Mm-hmm. They go do it 
and then someone tells them to do something else and they go do it. And that's basically the whole film. Like there's no cinematic, you know, inventiveness or creativity or originality right. at all. That, right. that is an incredibly boring format for a film. They sometimes do that where the whole thing feels as though it's a child telling you a story where yeah. they go, and then right. this happened and then I felt this and then I did this and then this happened. It's It's that, but it also literally has voiceover <laughs> and it's not it's not her voiceover so you're not learning much about her character right. it's voiceover from her father who's reading from his own notes oh god it's it's awful it's it is like the worst of video game storytelling put into a film yeah. like you could and it, the i think the main issue i had with it as a film is there were all of these missed opportunities like there are scenes that could have been fun and engaging and, and exciting if they were handled by Someone with more creativity, it Mm -hmm. it seems like. You know, like, I just watched... Like, we rag on Spielberg now, um, but he is the master of taking, like, a simple story and imbuing it with, like, this life and this fun Mm -hmm. and working with good actors to, you know, to help that along. And, yeah, like I said, the actors in this film are great actors. Mm -hmm. The two leads are, like, fantastic. And it feels like everything about the film drags them down a little bit. But how much of that do you feel like the lack of uh, inventiveness is like due to it being a video game adaptation? So there's obviously other parties involved dictating mm. what can and cannot happen. I mean, it does It does hew very closely to the story of the first re- reboot game that, mm-hmm. that uh, <coughs> just it was just called Tomb Raider. Um, and then it removes... <laughs> Some of the interesting stuff, mm-hmm. which is strange. It, it I don't want to spoil it because it might be worth watching. It, it removes some of the supernatural elements of the story. Right. So it's like if you played yeah Uncharted 2 and it's like, oh, we're going to the lost city of El Dorado or whichever one it is. And then it turns out there was no city mm. <laughs> in the end. Right. So that kind of sucks. You know, it, it takes away some of the more over-the-top interesting stuff from that story. But that's not kind of it. It's more like <clears throat> action scenes are as simple as they possibly could be. Like there's no fun. The puzzles aren't interesting. Like it, it's really just like any cinematic element yep. within the film is done boringly. Right. And um, how much did your ticket cost? Uh, I pirated the film. <laughs> I was trying to get that <laughs> confession out of you. You folded like a house of cards. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got a VPN, bro. Come at me. You will never take me down. You will never take me down. How Not will they ever find out who you are? <laughs> I'm I'm that guy who came to your New Zealand show. I'm the guy who's not named Josh. I'm the mystery man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Knox, do you reckon you're going to go visit that Kim.com guy? <laughs> um, oh, good question. He does. Um, is it? I, <laughs> I mean, it's an interesting topic. I don't think it's a good question. Well, he does Twitch streaming now, and I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he was doing one the other day with like they were playing Fortnite. It was like him and fucking Snoop Dogg or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, wasn't Drake, it wasn't it Drake? It was Drake, yeah. Drake. Drake showed up on this. Yeah, I didn't know that was with him though. Yeah. I fucking. I. I'm pretty sure Kim.com has been doing video game streams and someone weird showed up on it. Are you thinking of Kim Jong-il? Yes. I'm thinking of <laughs> Twitch streamer Kim Jong-il. <laughs> well, you should, you should try and get Kim, uh, Kim.com to come to your, your comedy shows. Uh, man, I, if, I would love that. Kim, if you're listening, mm-hmm. come along, bring your checkbook, we'll talk business. All right. 
Maybe it was that guy who didn't tell you his name. <laughs> I think I'd recognize Kim.com. I absolutely would not. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's a master hacker. Um, okay, so uh, a couple more things to go through. There was a Nindy's presentation yeah. uh, now, last I, night. I did not have time to watch this. Did you have time to watch this? I didn't watch it. I skimmed uh, some of the stuff that got announced. Mm-hmm. And it's all like it's all kind of new stuff. A game called Mark of the Ninja yes. uh, Remastered is coming to the Switch, which is a game that was on Xbox originally. I played, uh, people- I, I played Mark of the Ninja back when it came out in like 2012. Yeah, it's pretty old. Is it good? What what is it? I can't because the trailer they showed is just like a little like a little animation cutscene thing. Right. So right. they didn't show any of like what the what the game actually looks like. So it's like a it's a stealth thing, right? Yeah, it's a two D stealth game, and you're you've got sort of a little building that you go through and dodge cameras and people, and uh, it controls really well. And I, I I enjoyed playing it at the time. I think that'll mm-hmm. be a great game on the Switch too. Yeah, cool. Right. There were a few um, Assassin's Creed 2D games that had a bit of, yeah, kind of stealth um, combat sort of platformy mechanics, which um, I really liked, so I'd be keen to play this game, it sounds I'd, like. They are a much poorer imitation of uh, Mark of the Ninja, I, I think. Right. right. Mark of the Ninja cool. had a great great style to it, and yeah, I, my memory of it is that it controlled very, very well. So you like when you pulled off a quite complex thing that you'd need to do by the end of it, it, mm. you, you really felt like you'd become a ninja named Mark. Oh, cool. Wow, <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, that sounds uh, yeah, that sounds really cool, and it's yeah, it's getting a um, yeah a, a full remaster. So um, yeah, looking forward to playing that. Yeah, but so all the other stuff in the Nindy's presentation was stuff that was stuff that I had never heard of that I think is like new. There's like a Weird pool game coming out Mm. made by Adult Swim, which looks kind of kooky and fun. But then, weirdly enough, outside of this Nindy's presentation, Mm. they announced that uh, Nidhogg 2 is coming to the Switch, which we played uh, back when it came out on the PS4. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's fun. Suits the suits the switch. Had the a whole, cool style. Had a really yeah. cool style. Yeah. Uh, and Hyperlight Drifter. Um, yeah. Is also uh, finally coming out on the switch, which I am excited about because I've held off playing it for a long time. Yeah. Looking forward to playing it. Uh, uh, yeah. Wait, so was that were these were these all the games they announced? So uh, in the Nindies, they announced. I think they went through like ten games. And then, the, like for some reason, these two, like so, Nidhogg and Hyperlight Drifter. Got announced separately, like mm. outside of that presentation. Right. I'm I'm not quite sure why they didn't include them in that, but um. But, but yeah. so my my point being that I, I get even with indie games on there, this is a bunch of remasters, basically or ports. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There. I don't know, man. It's like not, it's cool to yeah. it's cool to have them on there, but it's so crazy to have all these big presentations of like here come all these games that you've seen five years ago. Yeah. Yeah, well but that well I guess maybe that explains why they didn't do those two games in that presentation because everything else in the presentation was to my knowledge new. Right. What well, do you remember like, what some of them were or did you not you didn't watch it you just read through a uh, thing about it? Yeah, I haven't I haven't watched it yet. I just like I've just skimmed it. None of them none of them sort of super leapt out at me so I haven't kind of gone through and and looked at them yet but um but yeah, I'm sure you know, I'm sure it'll be one of those things where once once they get closer you know, pay a bit more attention to them and, um, uh, yeah, maybe there's some good stuff in there. But, 
yeah, it didn't seem like the last time they did one of these, they announced like Golf Story and a bunch of stuff that kind of immediately leapt out at me just from looking mm. at screens and stuff of this today. Like nothing really, nothing really grabbed me. Right, which is Fair not enough. good. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Um. So, uh, so Sea of Thieves. Yeah, it's out. It's out there. It's out there. Yeah. People it's- do not seem positive about it. Well, there's been a lot of server issues, a lot of crashing, like a lot of wait times to, to get on board is what I've seen. And I've also seen that people are not liking playing it as a, well, not as a single player game, but like as a, you can go out solo. You can go into the, you know, the open world and mm-hmm. the open seas and, and play it. And apparently it's not fun to do mm. that. And when you're having issues with server connection, that sucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, have you seen any other stuff about it, Nox? Because I, I haven't seen reviews yet. Um, it's well, like- so it's it's kind of the flagship ha 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 game for the Game Pass thing, where uh, the new things are being put on their subscription service. Oh yeah. yeah, right. So my plan is to get back and give that a go via that mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. when I can, because yeah, I didn't even bring my Switch over here or anything. I haven't had time to to, to play anything, but. I definitely want to give uh, Sea of Thieves a go because it's rare. They, they've really been pushing it, mm, and mm. I, I think it seems like they may be pushing it a little bit with this game because... Right. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's weird to hear, like, that, you know, people so far not super into it because it just seems like the writing has been on the wall with it for quite some time. Like, right. every... Every time you've heard people play a little bit of it, like at E3, it's, people seem to not have really been won over by it at any point. Like, and it yeah. seemed to be very clear what it is for a while as well. It's mm. like, well, it's a co-op pirate ship game. You all have to do a little bit on your ship. The more players you have in your team, the bigger the ship is, mm-hmm. so the more there is to do. And you, like, go around looting and polluting, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is the, not the way. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> you better hear what Captain Planet has to say. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that's unfortunate because it's not even a, like a No Man's Sky situation where people were fooling themselves into thinking this is going to be this incredible massive game and then it turns out to be like a pretty simple sci-fi survival game. Mm. Like this yeah, is, it, I feel like very clear what it, what it's been for a while. It's such a strange... It thing in that it seems as though it is made with watching streams of it in mind rather than actually playing it. Right. Right, yeah. Because yes. it's got this odd, like, performative aspect to it where it's like you can play the accordion with your friends and, like, it almost seems as though maybe through uh, it having not enough content to engage people that most people seem to be taking it as a playground of trying to be funny inside of it. Right. 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 Oh, boy. Yeah. So I I want to give it a go and uh, maybe try and find a group to have a bit of a muck around with it in co-op because yeah. I, w- I would like to see it from the point of view of what their idea of the best case scenario for playing it is. Like if they say you need three people who you know, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Give it a go it's, from that. Yeah. It does seem – it seems like the kind of game which I will – Probably never, ever in for the rest of my life have the time or the circumstance to play in the way it should be, which is like have five or six friends, yeah. be online at the same time, mm. be into the same kind of game, mm. and be willing to like just fuck around on it for a while. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like I'm, I'm not gonna have you know two or three hours of an evening to ever do that. <laughs> and if you if you do have all of those criteria, there's probably stuff that's more fun to play totally. in that group. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a wild idea to like, 
on paper, you're like, yeah, all these people and you can explore the seas and here's these dumb things you can muck around with. But it's such an impractical design mm. of the game, which seems like such an unfun thing to say. Like, you've not been yeah. practical with this game, but, you know... It's, it's if you're gonna fucking like, force me to set up a Google calendar with a bunch of other people to play your game, fuck you. It's so crazy, like yeah, rare, you know, doing something for the first time in a long time, and mm. this being, you know, Microsoft, one of their, you know, the the only big kind of like, f- you know, flagship game that they have on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. Oh That's man. two. That was two puns in one sentence. Thank that you. Very good. That's all I wanted to get out. Um, it's a, it, it's a shame that they didn't just keep it simple and just do what Rare does really well and like mm. make a make a platformer or you know even make it make this a solely offline single player game that yeah. is still a pirate game. Yeah, but like make NPC characters that are funny and have quests. Totally. And, you know, yeah, that, that would be better. And look, there's. There's no reason you can't make a game where the point of it is to have heaps and heaps of players in there at the same time. That's what the biggest game at the world in the mm. moment is. Yep. yep. But it's it's just it's such a like them making it the sort of um, poster child for Game Pass. I don't know. It's it's not going to get yeah. people in. Now you are such a king of the Segway Knox that you successfully seeded our next news item without having seen the list of news stories. That is incredible work mm. by you. You, We shouldn't talk about the film Tomb Raider now. I don't want to do it. <laughs> uh, PUBG. Lots of people in a game at the same time. It's a lot like lots of people sitting in a cinema at the same time. <laughs> That's right. Watching a movie adaptation of a video game. Yeah, something that I also can't find enough friends to do <laughs> with. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, PUBG's gone mobile, baby. It's gone onto people's phones. Uh, Fortnite has. Fortnite, Fortnite has. has. Are you sure? Well, 100%. Really? They're two different games. Yeah, yeah. Fortnite is on mobile, player unknowns, battlegrounds, PC and Xbox. No. And Fortnite's on everything nope. else. You're 100% wrong. PUBG is Fortnite is PUBG on mobile. Is on mobile. It was released like 2 days ago. Fortnite. This is I'm about Fortnite. I'm looking at all of the news stories about it. <laughs> player unknowns battlegrounds. Yep. It's on mobile. Well, Fortnite came out on mobile last week. I can't fucking look this up because if I make a <laughs> Do you want me noise, to read any of the stories about it to you? You're going to hear a couple of clicking okay, noises. March 19th, Polygon, PUBG Mobile is live on Android and iOS. Fuck, okay. Well, I guess I missed this because I've been flying around differences. It's almost like you could have trusted me who was looked up the stories today. Well, I'm just surprised by this. Well, uh, PUBG's on mobile. <laughs> I'm breaking the news to you right oh, now. In China? <laughs> what? That's what the first... Oh, okay, yeah, all right. This did happen. <laughs> what the fuck? This is this is Knox's, like, reaction video to <laughs> a news story. Yeah. This, this, is like someone, this is like someone coming out of a... Co- like, a yeah. like a bomb shelter, you know, blast from the past style thing. Yes. Man, if it's you on came mobile out of a- now? <laughs> Who's the president? (laughs) (laughs) No, the other guy's a president who's also surprising. (laughs) So what do you think about this bombshell announcement, Knox? Give us your your live reactions to hearing this for the first time. Mm. Uh, It's pretty fucking crazy. And, like, so Fortnite has overtaken PUBG. 
in terms yes, of the well, number that also of plays. Has happened, and, yeah. Yeah, and the popularity. And they released a mobile version last week. Yeah. So this happening now, apparently they've been fucking trialing it for a bit in Canada. I had no idea about this. But, um, yep. oh, man, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to play it, but I guess it's cool. I've heard I've heard really positive stuff already. I've heard positive stuff, yeah, from from uh, from listeners of ours, and just generally that people are are loving it. People are and saying it, it recreates the experience really, really well. That's and crazy. it's free, hey. I, I think so. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I saw someone say that it's free. Um, uh, so, uh, so yeah. So what? It's the full game. You just control using a like your thumb as a the joystick kind of deal thing on the screen yeah, yeah I, I guess so i haven't fuck. played it but yes that's it is free so i guess we should all play it yeah. before next week's show fuck, that's crazy i mean yeah. yeah i'm excited to be able to play it i've mm. got a nice nice new ipad with a good big screen so that, yeah. that's cool yeah yeah man I, I like i paid for a bunch of wi-fi to do this so <laughs> yeah. i'll spend 29 years downloading it here over this hotel wi-fi <laughs> And give it a go. I had no idea about this. What a fuckwit. We we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this this is yeah. It's it's a pretty big thing for for two of the world's biggest games. One of which was accused of ripping the other one's yes. gameplay entirely. And you know is is that's wrong. Like they both stole the concept from Battle Royale. Um, well, and but, yeah, in one, the world of video games, stole it from another game called H One Z One, which had this mode in it first. <laughs> Right. Yes. Yeah. You're right. Um, I think. But yeah. I think so they're both. The they're both gone. I th- yeah, I think so. And that in itself is like an add-on to something else. Maybe. I. I yeah. It's one of those weird. Um, yeah. Kind of massively multiplayer mod games. Through. I think. Um, so uh, a couple of other things have happened this week. Um, it was announced that Star Wars Battlefront Two is just getting rid of loot boxes. They're not coming back. They've removed all of the pay to to win, pay to play, pay to upgrade stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just experience points. That's huge. It's a, it's a big win. Yeah. It's a win for gaming in general because, you know, AI were the ones leading the charge and fucking over gamers. They must be pretty <laughs> salty that that's what they've ended up having to do. Yes. Like there'd be some bean counter somewhere who's like supremely fucked off about all this. Yeah, and it's the kind of thing you just don't expect to happen because yeah. you also expect the bean counter to be like, Look, yeah, but uh, like people are annoyed, but they're still buying the game and they're still paying for microtransactions. It still makes financial sense. Well, especially because they had said it is coming back. So mm. if they had have done it, they're not going against anything. They're just yep. fulfilling what they said they were going to do. And if they said something like, you know, oh, we're, re- we're, we're changing it slightly, we're rejigging it, we're making mm. it fairer, but we are bringing it back, people probably well, would have been okay with it. Yeah. I believe they did bring it back for a bit. Right. So there's yeah. been a brief window in between where you have been able to buy all of the shit right. that they are now right. getting rid of again, which is kind of even worse to make to yeah. give people yeah. the opportunity to buy it for a hot minute and then take it away again. Yeah, you'd feel but this will be one of those you'd things. Spent some money on that. This will be one of those things where like the the and it, the villain has fallen into the volcano at the end of the movie, but he'll be back for a sequel in five years. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> The world will, you know, just start to feel safe again. Yeah. They'll forget about old evil Dr. Fuckman. <laughs> Dr. Fuckman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and <laughs> he will rise once more. Um, Fuckman was actually the one who created Dr. Fuckman. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
It's the, just realize it's that's the reverse of Frankenstein. Yes. 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 Dr. Fuckman is a different character. Yes. <laughs> Fuckman is the monster. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of expected them to be. It's 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 surprising that they've gone like, oh, actually, we might lose more money in the future by being dicks because maybe people will just stop buying our games. Yeah, which is yeah. a huge call to to actually make. It's it's a thing that is based on projection and, and all that kind of stuff. Man, but the second the fucking the second the government started getting involved with regulation talk, mm, it must have scared yeah. the shit out of them. Yes, that's a good call. Yeah. Yes, you do the, wonder yeah. though, because any other company trying to do this now, like it, like now that the precedent's been set of like these guys copped it so hard that they went, okay, no, we can't do it. So like mm. any anyone who tries it on now knows that they are just gonna, yeah, people aren't gonna cop it, and they are gonna look so bad if yeah. they try it on. Well, I think I think there's still uh, have been games, maybe not since, but games have continued to have them, like games that mm. came out just before. Um, I'm thinking Shadow of War. You oh, know, yeah. a lot of those those games from around that like two month window had it, and still have them, as far as I know. Um, PUBG and Fortnite that we were just talking about have them. Yeah, right. Only Wait. for cosmetic things, though. I think is the big difference. Obviously, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing with Shadow of War. It was it was to progress you through the story. It was to skip like eighty hours of grinding, which made it a bad game or made it a worse game than it would have been otherwise. Mm-hmm. It's shit's so crazy, man. Fucking paying money to play less of your shit game is yes the most yeah. ridiculous yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so speaking of bad things online, boy, EA could have learned a thing or two if they had spoken to Blog Tyrant. Good segue? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay. I'll take it. Uh, this episode um, uh, is brought to you by uh, Blog Tyrant. Now, I'm getting confused because we've recorded maybe an episode out of sequence, but they sponsored the last uh, episode, Blog Tyrant? Yep. Well, baby, they've sponsored <laughs> another episode uh, of our show, Feel the Casuals. Um, go is to blog- that what this is? No, I think so. I'm not sure. I'm honestly, I feel more uh, jet lagged than Knox <laughs> yeah, would. I agree. <laughs> it's been a big week. Yeah. It's been a very busy week. Um, but you know who helps uh, streamline your, your online lifestyle <laughs> and <laughs> remove some of that, you know, busyness and stress from uh, from your digital career? Who, pray tell, could offer this such a service? Tomb Raider the movie? <laughs> Dr. Fuckman. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Blog Tyrant. Uh, so go to blogtyrant.com slash filth and you're going to get a free individual brainstorming session with the tyrant himself. Mm. Uh, to a great you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Blog Tyrant. <laughs> to help you start a blog or a new career online. Um, with more and more people looking to the internet to pursue a hobby, support an existing career, or start a little something on the side, Blog Tyrant is an invaluable <coughs> resource. With step-by-step guides on creating websites and making sure you get plenty of visitors, Blog Tyrant has been helping people build successful blogs and websites for almost a decade. Uh, Knox, if you were going to make a new blog and have a gimmick, what would the gimmick of the blog be? Um, Thehuntforkim.com. Oh, yes! Follow my my trip around New Zealand trying to track down the man, but I wouldn't (laughs) Google where he is. (laughs) I'd have to find him just through sight and scent alone. 
Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And then and then yeah, write uh, blog entries. I guess to publish after the fact, so he doesn't tip to you uh, being on his tail. Nope, I'm publishing them live. If he thinks he can outrun me, he's welcome to try. <laughs> wow, <laughs> this is great. This, it's like a, a real cat and mouse situation. <laughs> yeah. It's no cat and mouse. It's fucking magnet and big piece of metal, and I'm the magnet, and I'm going to draw oh. him to me. It could be cat and computer mouse because he's an internet man. <laughs> Hell yeah, if that's it's a, the one. If it's if it's <laughs> magnet and metal, it doesn't matter which one you are. Like you're still like you're gonna you're gonna find him either way. Yeah, yeah that's true. Like, but but the magnet is in power in the situation. Okay, no one's looking at a piece of metal attached to a magnet and going like the metal's one. <laughs> okay Okay That's interesting I don't know if anyone When they see a bit of metal attached to a magnet Has really any thought about the situation whatsoever No that's Yeah Everything's no. power dynamics man Read my new book It's called The Game 3 <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure The Game 2 already exists So Yeah I went for 3 mm, I don't believe it does Oh well know. then my book's called The Game 2 Fuck Um, Well that was a good bit (laughs) Uh, I hope you enjoyed that Blog Tyrant Uh, And if you think that uh, Blog Tyrant sounds like a a helpful service Which it certainly is And you want to start a blog or a new online career Go to blogtyrant.com slash filth That's blogtyrant.com slash filth To get your free email feedback On your idea for a blog Mm. Thanks Dr. Blog Tyrant Yeah um, so moving on to what we have played this week. Mm. Um, Kirby Star Allies came out on the Switch on Friday and uh, I've been playing a little bit of that. Yes. And um, I am I am enjoying it a lot even though it is perhaps the least challenging thing I have done in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Putting, tying shoes is harder than this game. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, you basically you you play as Kirby. You have the ability to throw little hearts at the enemies in the game, who can then who then join your little team. Yeah, your little party of four. four yeah. Yes, and you then uh, can uh, kind of combine their abilities and Kirby's ability into like. So if Kirby has a sword, and you get someone that's like a little electric man, you can you know then have like an electric sword, which right. lets you attack in different ways. Um, so it looks great, like the, 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 the world and the design and everything, the presentation, mm. as you'd expect from a first party Nintendo game is, um, impeccable. Yep. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a weird one because it's, it's not difficult, but it's still, it's still really, it's really, really enjoyable. Mm. Like it just is fun to cruise through, especially if you've come off playing something that's like. You know, like, so having played Celeste pretty recently, which right. was quite taxing, there's something about just the flow of it that I'm enjoying. Like, mm. it's almost, you know, it, it almost in the way that you would enjoy, like, a kind of a walking simulator game where at right. no point is it, like, super taxing you. But it just is all the design and the, the, st- the various stuff that's going on. It is very fun and satisfying, like, finding these new abilities that you unlock and... Um, and just seeing like the different combinations that you cr- can create and stuff. Right. Um, it's just all, and it, it's all just really, really charming. Mm. Like just little touches, like you get, you get health pickups and if you want to replenish the health of your team, you do that by walking over to them and 
Kirby gives them a little kiss. <laughs> that makes their health go up. <laughs> it's just every everything is like it's very over the top cute. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I'm I'm really really enjoying it. I would say perhaps if you're someone who does want to get your ass whooped by a game. Mm. Um, uh, you know, I wouldn't completely discount it, but I would definitely say wait for a discount. Yeah. Uh, wait for yep. a price drop or to get it secondhand. Um, you know, per- perhaps not one that you need to super rush towards, but I I, I still do think it's worth, um, you know, it's 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 still worth considering if you're looking, you know, if down the line if you're looking for something to, you know, just to, you, you've got a blank blank yeah. patch and you want something uh, uh, just, yeah, fun and cruisy to play. And also definitely if you have if you have kids or you have someone who is not as, you know, hardcore a gamer, it's a mm. very fun platformer to play, yeah, with someone else. Because you can have up to four people yeah. uh, fucking around in these levels and it's and, – and, yeah, you frequently have points where it's just chaos and there's just shit flying around everywhere and, um, yeah – yeah. It's a fun game. It seems like it would be fun. The boss fights would be fun. Yeah. And, and would be more fun with actual, yeah, co-op. Yeah. Um, but it, it sounds like the demo is is extremely reflective of the full game. Because the demo was charming, visually great, mm. um, very polished and, and, and well presented and extremely easy. Yeah, <laughs> and totally. Yeah. I mean, and there's still like it's it's not like it's not like it's super short. Like mm. there is still plenty to plow through. Um, and the levels all kind of like the visually the look of them changes and the stuff that you're doing in them kind of changes enough that it remains interesting the whole way through. Like mm. it's an interesting spectacle even if it's not um, – yeah, even if it's not really taxing you. But mm. like I think at this point I've got like 75 lives or something like that. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and the other thing is that Kirby games have always been – on the on the easier side, so right. there's sort of you, you kind of know that going in. Like there's kind of already a precedent there. It's not like this has kind of come out of nowhere mm. and is a is a walk in the park like unexpectedly. Yeah. Um. And yeah, like my my main worry was that it would be more suited to co-op than it is to single player, and you mm. would feel like you're kind of missing out on the experience. But it it kind of doesn't feel that way at all because you're right. because you can summon the CPU characters to like do to like go and perform these certain things for you mm. it feels yeah it, it feels more like it, it's it feels more like it's meant to be a single player game that you can have other people hop in on right more so than it's been designed with co-op in mind and you're sort of shortchanging the experience by playing just single player right Nox, um, anything to add yeah. With the difficulty thing, I just like when Call of Duty games and things like that are good, that's kind of what I like about them is that they're pretty simple and straightforward a lot of the time. I don't play them yeah. on the hardest difficulty mm-hmm. or whatever, but it's the spectacle and the art style and whatever that you might enjoy. And this sounds like it's that sort of relaxing type of game. Totally. Yeah. I'm into all the crazy stuff that's going on and the story is just bonkers. And mm. it genuinely is fun when you find a new enemy and you can either have Kirby suck them up and take their powers or have them in your little party and yeah, you yeah. start to get very like like I like some bits you need a certain ability for so mm-hmm. you kind of have to go and find that enemy uh, that has that power like fire or whatever and then replace someone in your party with them right and like I get very set on like here's my little team, here's Kirby's power that I like the most Mm -hmm. and I get very like, oh, no, I don't want to have to kick someone out. And so there's a thing in it where you can – you unlock these little dream palaces where you can go and get these – like some of the legacy characters of Kirby, like King DDD and Meta Knight and stuff – 
and there's a free DLC pack that comes out next week that's got more of these characters in it. Right. I don't know why they staggered it two weeks after the game coming <laughs> yeah. out. But, um, but like, I'm looking forward to that. Like, uh, the little hamster guy that you, you had in Kirby's Dream World 2 on the Game Boy. Um, yeah, and, like, I kind of really like this thing that a lot of the Switch games have had at the moment, the first-party Nintendo games, that they kind of all end up being sort of these sort of, like, legacy um you know, versions of the game where they're like really right. dipping back into the past and sort of doing a bit of a love letter to the series as a whole. Oh, to- Odyssey certainly was that. Yeah. And, and um, I guess Breath of the Wild included so many, you know, like sound cues and, and bits yeah. of music. And well, and, and then all, all the DLC for Breath of the Wild was like, here's Majora's Mask. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Totally, right. totally. I really like that. And I, I, I kind of really hope they keep that going where mm. they kind of almost treat it as like, yeah, like the franchise, like a bit of a reboot, but also yeah. like a bit of a look back because, yeah, I mean, there have been a lot of Kirby platformers where they, they sort of end up doing all this different stuff with him where it's like, oh, you draw on the screen and he mm. and he rolls along in a ball. Like, it's just cool that they made a, a straightforward, like, you know, even though it's got this mechanic of having these three other people with you, this kind of like back to basics, right. solid Kirby platformer. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, he, he like... I really, it's it's interesting that 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 world of the Kirby games is is uh, like I really like it. It's the sort of like art style and everything that I'm very much into, like very mm-hmm. cutesy, and yeah, Kirby has a lot of personality, even though it would be a stretch to even call him a character because <laughs> yes. he is the most basically designed thing yeah. that possibly has ever existed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's um yeah it's 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 fun. It looks great, and the overworld maps, even just those, are, are cool. Mm. Um, I yeah. really dug the style. That the it's very cartoony. Yeah, and it's some of it's a bit like retro cartoony as well. Um, yeah, yeah I, I really like that. It's not a game I'm going to get now. There's surprisingly a f- bunch of games out now, and more tomorrow. Yeah. Um, as of the release of this episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this will be this will be something that I get for the Switch. Yeah, I definitely would say to anyone who yeah is, is put off by the ease or whatever, like yeah, definitely um, don't don't completely write it off. Like wait, yeah, for sure, wait for a second hand or to borrow it from someone or mm. something. But um, it is it is still worth the the time of day, even though it's um yeah not particularly taxing. Yeah, nice. Uh, what have you been playing, young man? Uh, a couple of things. Uh, I've been playing a. Strategy resource management sort of city building game. Oh, fuck, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Strap in, everyone. Strap into your beds and have a sleep because I am about to talk about resource management. It's uh, the most Ben Vanell thing I've ever heard. <laughs> hey, it's also a sci fi themed oh, game. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah. Involving drones. <laughs> uh, it's called Surviving Mars. I played it on my Mac through Steam. It's also on PC. I don't think it's on any consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I'm pretty sure developed by the same company that made Cities Skylines, which is the SimCity sort of successor that's that's been out the past few years and I really like. But yeah, Surviving Mars is you kind of land a rocket on Mars and you got to make a city mm-hmm. or at least a settlement. And so you got to build machines that'll get uh, water out of the deep out of the ground or an oxygen filter or um, just all these kind of things that you then build like a big dome. And so it's like a biodome and you put people in the dome and it's just a real classic city building, you know, resource game, but it's set on Mars and it's kind of slower paced again, which just 
everyone is just riveted, <laughs> just on the edge of their seats at how this game sounds. Um, but it's it is slow. It's relaxing. It's not too difficult either. Mm-hmm. But um, like the atmospheric music's very nice. Yeah, nice. And the design's cool. And yeah, it just has this great little gameplay loop, and um, I'm really enjoying it. It's it's not for anyone who doesn't like this kind of game. <laughs> it's not it's not converting anyone. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's been really really fun. I'll, it's a game that I have only put a few hours into, and I feel like will open up in terms of its depth and complexity the more I play it. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, this, when when yes? Matt Damon starts talking to himself, that game gets really good. <laughs> I actually don't mind Donald Glover in this game, I have to say. Man, fuck Donald Glover. <laughs> I knew that would No, actually, well. I'll tell you something. Mm-hmm. I watched some of Atlanta. It's good. Yeah, it's, I, I really It's like really Atlanta. good, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, so now that he's got the thumbs up from me, he can continue his career. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. Did you, you guys see Spider-Man Homecoming? No. Yeah. I felt it was weird that because there was that big campaign that for Donald Glover to play Spider Man, mm-hmm. and in Spider Man Homecoming he plays a black gangster from the streets. Mm. It's kind the, of like the character, a, the character that he plays though. I believe either him or his younger brother or something become Spider Man later in the comics. Right, I think yeah, I think I knew that Miles Morales is is Black Spider Man, right? So well, the the current Spider Man, I, I I don't know anything about the Spider Man comics, but yeah, the the current Spider Man is not Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, back to the Martian. <laughs> <laughs> a great movie, one of Ridley Scott's uh, only good that's movies in a long time. That's such a fun, like in the middle. Of, you know, my favorite thing is being on another planet where I can manage spreadsheets. Also, I have this comment about a uh, human society that I don't understand. <laughs> uh, so, surviving Mars, three drones out of four. <laughs> um, no, but it, it is really good. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It is for, for people who like that kind of game. The the aesthetic and the atmosphere of it are uh, add to to that sort of gameplay. I, mm-hmm. I really like it. Um, have you played anything else, Tommy? I have. I played a game uh, called Flint Hook. Oh yes, indie game which has just recently come out on the Switch. I believe it's been out on the PS4 for a little bit. Mm. Um, and interestingly enough, I think this is correct. It's actually cheaper on the Switch than it is oh. elsewhere. Yeah, that has to huge. be a mistake. Very, <laughs> yes. very, very rare. Um, so it's a. Uh, yeah, I, I basically got bullied uh, into it by um, uh, Horny, Horny Dad, Dad <laughs> slash professional meth addict uh, <laughs> Andrew Levins, um, uh, who, yeah, I mean, I look, it, so it's a roguelike, which mm-hmm. I don't tend to particularly love. Like, none of them have ever yeah. really grabbed me, um, which is kind of why I withheld uh, for so long. But it's like pixel art style. You're a little space pirate and you board these ships. Mm -hmm. Uh, You go from room to room. You have a grappling hook. There's like hooks hanging from all the ceilings so you can kind of like basically fly around the levels and you have a gun and you can like momentarily slow down time. Right. Um, So on each ship you are trying to find – you're basically trying to – they're kind of like labyrinthy and you're basically trying to get to – ultimately get to a room that has like a gem in it and you're you're sort of doing a bounty, so right. uh, you have this little tracker that um, needs uh, the first one is like three gems in order to find the bounty, which is the 
the villain that you're trying to hunt down and kill. Right. So so you'll go into a ship, you'll get the gem, then you go into the next ship and you have to you know, you have to successfully do all three in a row. So once you die your progress resets and right. you, you have to do them all in one hit. Mm-hmm. When you do get all of them, you then go into like a boss fight with this bounty that you're tracking down. Right. Um and you get XP over the course of it. Like every t- even when you fail, um you get all this you get all the money and mm-hmm. um experience points which you can then use to kind of like buy these perks that you can equip to yourself before you go in. And so like the stronger you get, the more um the more slots you have to put in things like making your gun stronger or giving you more health or just right. all that sort of standard sort of stuff. Yep. And um yeah, like it's 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 really really fun. The style is great, the music is great, the character design is awesome. Mm. Again, just extremely my bag. Mm-hmm. Um and it's um I think the I think the best thing that I can say about it is for being a roguelike, which is not something that I've typically enjoyed. Uh, all the ships are like you know procedurally generated, and they do not feel that way at all. Right. If I did not know that, I I would think that they were all like it, it would have taken designed, me ages yeah. to work out like oh these aren't these aren't actually humanly designed. Right. Um. They they do like you you never in bits where it's like obvious like oh yeah this is just kind of a random mm. algorithm slapping these together like they do feel everything feels very deliberate um, right. even though it's not. Um, so yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's really really fun, and it's a it's a good thing on the Switch because it's good for like little short bursts, mm. and yeah, I, I I really love it. I really I I resisted uh, Levin's uh, raving about it for a long time, and I uh, just caved, and yeah, it's great. Yeah, really cool. recommend it. I think it kind of I didn't really hear anything about it apart from from him, so I think it's kind of and and even when it was out on the um, PlayStation, I didn't hear anything about it then. Yeah, so I've, I've never I'd not heard of it. Yeah, again until Levin's mentioned it in our uh, yeah. Facebook group. Yeah, and it probably is on. I guess it's on Steam as well. It, it pro- yeah, most likely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's um yeah. If you've never heard of it, definitely yeah. I think it's like eighteen bucks or something. So yeah, definitely worth a look in. Mm. Get on it. Nice. I I I again will probably not in the next week, but um yeah, I, I'll, I'm going to give it a go. And also the fact that you like you're on the ta- like you're chasing down these. You've got like an objective, which is to get to a boss. Right. Makes it feel more like an actual game that you're trying to get through. Mm-hmm. Instead of just this thing of like, hey, just play this forever and keep trying to get a higher score. Like yep. there, there is actual kind of like more traditional video game kind of progression to it, which I, which I really like. Yeah, um, that I, yeah, there was a game Rogue Legacy. Mm-hmm. I think if that might be the the kind of the big one that was that was on Steam that everyone got into that was the, like the roguelike for a right. while, and I tried it and. I think it was that. There was no narrative drive. There was no drive at all that I could see mm. apart from going through a level and killing people. Um, so I've never been able to get into to roguelike games, but maybe this is this, the one. I think this might, yeah, I mean, this could be, I think this is kind of the one if you've never, mm. uh, yeah. And, you know, once you start, once you get a grip of the controls and you start, like, zipping around really quickly with the grappling hook, like, it is, it feels great. Yeah. Um, handles really well. And, and, yeah, it's like... Just the the whole aesthetic of it does such a good job of like really investing you in it. Like it's it's fun. You're a little you know you're a little pirate kind mm. of like you know breaking your way onto these ships and getting the treasure and then fucking off. Yeah, like nice. It's, it's really satisfying. So this is the pirate game to get this week, not Sea of Thieves. <laughs> yes, I think so. Yeah, wow. Yeah, huge call. Huge yeah. call. Have you played this yet, Noxy? 
Nope, I uh, haven't played anything. I probably won't even have time to go to the zoo. <laughs> My life is being taken away from me piece by piece. Oh, fantastic stuff. Ben, uh, what else have you been playing? I played Burnout Paradise Remastered, mm-hmm. and it's fucking fun. Great. It's really good. Um, I made the very basic bitch comment in our Facebook group that it is like a more fun version of Need for Speed. Mm-hmm. And Dave Callan, a friend of the show mm-hmm. and um, old Scottish dancer, mm-hmm. called me out for it. <laughs> um, but like it's, I just had never played it and it's, it's great. It's really it, – everything about it just makes sense. It's perfectly designed. It's very streamlined. It's easy to get in and out of challenges and races. Mm-hmm. And like it fucking feels fast. Like right. you uh, – you know those moments in like the GTA games where you're just like nailing it. You're just going through a city. You're missing all the cars. You're mm-hmm. weaving and dodging and you just feel like you are the best driver in the world. It kind of feels like that all the time. Right. I don't know if it's the way they design the AI so that there's never really too many like um, – uh, not pedestrians, civilian cars in the way, mm-hmm. but it's just this like really breakneck speed all the time. I was scrolling through Kotaku the other day and I saw a headline that said, I can't enjoy burnout because I drive a car in the real world. And well, that's I the thought, stupidest thing I've ever I heard. I think I'm done with this website. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I'm done with the internet. Like, fuck me. That's stupid. Like, is that meant to be clickbait? It's one of the dumbest things I've ever read. Did you click it? No. Good. <laughs> Good. I, well, but I, I bet they had some sort of a, like, that That seems like something where if you read the actual article, it would be like, I'm boring, so I can't drive fast because I'm scared of turning corners in this game. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I don't know. There's something to say there. If you've got fucking a certain number of words you have to fill every day. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. you got to feed the machine. I, it's, I have a car. I like driving fast. I wish I could drive really fast and I get to like let that out in burnout. Like yeah. I, I don't it doesn't even make sense to me yeah. logically, but that's like yeah. going I can't enjoy Breath of the Wild because there's a park near my house. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cuz I own a display sword. It's like now you can swing it, brother. You can swing it as hard as you like. Go for gold. Yeah. But no, um it's yeah, it's just it's the game that that was described to me. It's really really fun and uh cuz you played yeah. the original, didn't you, Knox? Yeah. Uh not the original. I think I played I think 3 was the first one I played. Right. Right. Uh but I the original Burnout Paradise. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um thank you. Yeah, it's it's a fucking awesome game. Mm. The, the you're right about the design being perfect where the roads are wider than they should be so you can mm. do burnouts around them and you can drift and shit like it's it's set up as this fun playground and yes. this uh, dumb adventure park where you have a little dumb thing to discover everywhere and it's always silly and fun because you have to go over some jump or break something to do it. Totally, and it, it reminded me of the, those early GTA games where there were stunt jumps everywhere and you'd mm. go into slow-mo when you hit them and it just it has them everywhere. Like every freeway has like a big jump ramp in the middle oh, every now and then. Fuck, i got to play this. This sounds... Like extremely it, my shit. It is. It's it's yeah, slightly it's, more. It's the um, best driving game of the last generation of consoles. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's it's more last gen than than anything I've played for a while for <laughs> obvious reasons. But the more recent Need for Speed games, which I do like, just try and add more realism mm-hmm. than it, they should. Like it at, should be this silly at the expense of the fun. Yeah, yes, totally, totally. Um, yeah, so yeah, if, sick. If anyone's never played it and um, yeah has a PS4, I, I'm not sure if it came out again. Uh, uh, probably on on the Xbox. Um, certainly not on the Switch. 
But uh, yeah, if you haven't played it, go in. It's it's Great. a it's a yeah, really fun to. time. Is it digital only or is it out in the shops? I don't know. I got There's it. There's boxes it digitally. Oh, cool, cool. It's what? There's there boxes. There's boxes for the game. Oh, okay. Which you buy from a shop. Okay, right, I get it now. <laughs> in real life. Ah, uh, yes, okay. Now I'm back on board. Okay. I understand now. All right. Um, um, cool, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I don't think I've played anything else, um, but I'm keen for a few upcoming releases. I saw that Nino Kuni 2 mm. has been getting really good reviews. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I loved the first one. I'm very keen to play that. Uh, and, yeah, Far Cry 5. Yeah. So well, we'll uh, be I, talking about it in a couple of weeks, I guess. Yes. Well, yeah. We, so we should say uh, that that basically brings us to the end of this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should say that we have already recorded next week's episode in yep. advance. Yes. Uh, in anticipation of us all being very busy in the week that the comedy festival begins, so it's a good episode. Yeah. But if any any news that happens between now and then, we we will not uh, we won't be covering for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Just to uh, just to make people aware of that, um, but yeah, we went through a bunch of listener questions that have been sitting there for a while, and uh, yeah, had a good had some good chats in that one. Yeah, another sort of big, general, expansive, just uh, themes and topics mm. episode, which yep. was really fun to do. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, Far Cry, and yeah, a bunch of stuff to talk about when we come back. Mm. Uh, but yeah, for now, let's uh, let's give a quick plug to the stuff that we're all doing at the comedy festival. Uh, <coughs> I've got my. Shut up. I've got, <laughs> I've got my uh, comedy fa- – if you didn't cough into the mic just then, by the way, that's just going to sound – make me sound like a maniac. Yes. I, I tried to do it away from the mic, but uh, I'm looking at the waveforms as I'm recording this, and it was big. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, my show Leisure Suit Tommy opens on March the 28th and runs until April 22. Uh, only 13 shows within that time frame. So, uh, yeah, comedyfestival.com.au. Uh, it's at 8.20 p.m at the Coopers Inn. Um, and yeah, re- I just did it in Adelaide last week and I am uh, very happy with it. I think yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to seeing some filth down there. I'm looking forward to seeing the show. Thank you. Uh, and I'm looking the feeling forward... feeling is not mutual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to doing a show called The Death of Chimp Cop. It, uh, it is on at 8.30pm from April... From, from March... The 29th until April the 22nd at Trades Hall. Tickets are selling surprisingly fast. Great. So get on in if you want to come. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be a ripper. We've almost finished uh, preparing it. Great. Noxie? I'm doing a show called This Show is Good and Funny. Attendance appreciated. It is from the 29th of March until the 22nd of April, every day except Wednesdays at 6.30 at Trades Hall. Bloody, come along, buy yourself a ticket, have a couple laughs. Man, what Just have you got couple. better to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a couple per s- second. Whoa, a couple Whoa. per second. Yeah, um, if you come to my show, you will die. <laughs> Um, what else? Uh, we have uh, our premium episodes on Bandcamp. We have our Patreon, uh, which people can support us on if they would like to do that. It is very much appreciated. Yes. Filthycasuals.com.au is the best way to find links to all of that stuff, Yep, uh, including um, our socials and all that kind of business. Listen to Nox and I's Game of Thrones podcast, Aria Talking to Me. Uh, what else? Oh, I wanted to mention I'm going to be playing... Dungeons and Dragons nice. with some of the listeners of Filthy Casuals. Nice. So we're kicking that off after Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't realise that our listeners were a bunch of nerds. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's people from all over the world. 
some Americans, some Canadians, some Australians. Uh, and yeah, uh, if if you're a D and D person, hit me up on Twitter. Like I'm, I'm getting into it. I'm preparing. Are you my a D and D person? I've played it once. I played like a, a, a adventure once before right. um, with friend of the show Timothy Clark mm-hmm. and a few other people. I think Nick Mason may mm-hmm. have been in that group. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it, especially as like something in my life that I'm not doing for content's sake. Yes, totally. Um, but yeah, I uh, just thought I'd mention that. But you're plugging it on here, so you kind of are. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, hit up Ben if you uh, yeah if you want to get in on that. Uh, okay, yeah, we'd better wrap it up here yes. for another week. Guys, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Ski, I'm Dr. Fuckman. <laughs> I hope you appreciate that because it's midnight in New Zealand and I just yelled that in the apartment. <laughs> and this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. <laughs> we used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 